I'm tearing up. <laughs> it's just about hate. screamed right now, but I'm not even there. <laughs> now that's inspirational, Natalie. <laughs> I feel inspired today. Part two I, of I, this. Can, I could be here for another hour. <laughs> no. I always go, he winds up homeless on the street. It's my fault. <laughs> I don't know what got into my head, but I thought, I thought this thought, you know, if I'm working year-round, I might as well get paid year-round. <laughs> Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education and Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and subscribe today. Now, it's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Hello, everyone. This is Jason Batalden with Continuing Education Workforce Training, and uh, we are so glad that you're tuning in and checking us out on Sweet Talk. Uh, we love our audience. We love that we're into our fourth season and we're knocking out episodes right and left. And as always, not always, but as it should be, we've got Paul on the show today as co-host. Paul, I got to tell you, it's nice to have you on the show with me again. Thank you, Jason. It's always good to be on the show with you as well. Uh, you know, I, we do fine as a singular host, but I, I think we're much better as a duo, don't you think? I think so. I think so. At least I hope so. I hope so. Well, <laughs> well I, I think we both help each other make up our, our the gaps that we have in our talent. That's right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, I, and I say and I say talent with okay. quotes. <laughs> Thank you. We got to define what talent means. And so uh, I'm not sure we have talent. I think we just agreed to do this. So that's yes, pretty cool. Yes. Hey, uh, Paul, we're busy always at Continuing Education Workforce Training. We always want to encourage people to check out our catalog, go online and see what we're up to. But we've got a pretty exciting guest today. Uh, and, um, you know, to be honest, uh, he is an instructor here. Um, at Sweet, and he does teach one of our more popular classes. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, I kind of want to jump right into it. You want to get started? Yeah, absolutely. Then absolutely. let's say let's say the magic word and say welcome, 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 Steve Sullivan. Um, who you are? Just to be clear, you are an instructor for Continuing Education Workforce Training, and you are our Square Dance instructor, as well as for NKA. So, in fact, from what you told us, you are an instructor pretty much up and down this uh uh you know eastern idaho even into stretches into utah a little bit so but better to hear from you than me sir so get, uh steve welcome to the show and tell us a little bit about it yourself yeah thanks for having me uh jason and paul appreciate you and uh we'll see if we can uh answer questions you need <laughs> and uh we can go from there right okay on. all right i got i got um how long have you been uh doing square dancing instructions? Probably around 50 years. 50 oh. years. <laughs> so, so what got you into square dancing? I was going to say. Yeah, what got, <laughs> what, what got you into square dancing initially? Okay, uh, I started uh, back when I was just in, before I was even a teenager uh, and got in with the kids and that here locally and uh, then pretty soon into the teens and then the adults. And I'm just now keep, keep going, keep myself okay. 
fit and fit. <laughs> so how did you yeah how did you get started square dancing i mean were your parents square dancers did you join a club was the was a really cute 15 year old girl i was gonna say was it a way to meet girls <laughs> yeah uh i started uh, my folks were in square dancing and everything uh my dad was a caller too and uh so i kind of got started that way uh kids uh we just kind of got together to have fun too, something else to do. Uh, back when I was younger, there wasn't a lot going on. Once school was <laughs> out, school was out. And so uh, just to find some other things to do. Okay. Now you say you're a caller. Um, so that's not just an instructor, but you're a caller. So you're one of those that, you know, that what we see in movies and TV all the time, the person who shouts out the instructions, correct? Yes, to command. Okay. Yeah. So uh, when did you first start doing calling then? You said, you know, 50 years ago, you started doing square uh, dancing. 1985. 1985. Yeah. And was that something that you have to train for or you're just asked, hey, can you call today? Uh, no, nah, I, I did a lot of training. I went to uh, probably a half dozen caller schools throughout the country. Oh, wow. and learned a lot of different things and a lot more wait, wait, wait a minute there's a caller school yes yeah. and yes. you said schools school. plural <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they uh they have uh callers that uh, are uh throughout the nation uh, that are kind of your top ones and they help uh instruct you how to be a caller and what ways to uh present yourself, uh, present the music, the, the commands, the songs, and everything like that. And then they, uh, so you, you kind of, you don't just jump into it. <laughs> no, no, you don't. No. So that brings me uh, an interesting question. Uh, we've all seen on TV and movies, uh, uh, a square dance caller. Now, wait and, a minute, Paul, I got to interrupt you. Yeah. I, and, and Stephen, I need you to absolutely not be offended by this. My first introduction to square dancing are Looney Tunes cartoons with Bugs Bunny. That's that's it. That is how I know my, square dancing. So my, my, I don't my, mean to be at all yeah, insulting, I, but that's I think, my only context. I think mine was the movie Urban Cowboy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the square dancing was introduced back in the schools as part oh, of yeah. the PE. Yes. Uh, but a lot of that was very minor to square dancing it it was just kind of a touch and right. that was about it uh square dancing now has evolved uh to the modern square dancing to where uh it's it's just more involved than just what it used to be back in the grade schools and stuff right uh, we don't uh we don't do a competition it's just for fun and exercise and uh so we, we do a lot more than just, just a few moves. Uh, you've got uh, anywhere from uh, the basics in that, which are 50 moves, and then you can go up uh, into the next level, mainstream, which is an another uh, 30 moves. So you're up to about 80 some moves, and then you can go up into the plus and on higher. So you can have a lot of different moves to, uh, correlate with the square dancing and you have to retain these moves to where when the caller says them you do them and so it, it's a lot of mind and uh 
a lot of different moves that you can get into in positions. Now, uh, I know that when you're a calling, you know, that you're instructing the dancers on how to move. That's correct. We, but do you, as a caller, also kind of set where the band is going to do certain cues and stuff? Okay. The band, uh, it's just straight music. So the band, uh, I've done it with live bands before, the Ghost Riders and that out of California and stuff. But the band, the music is just like on a record, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. It just goes for about three, three and a half minutes. And that's the song. And you just call to that music, to that beat. Okay. So right. do you hit all 80, 50 moves in a three-minute song? No. No. Okay. No. So you just, no. so that's part of the calling part is you pick, you know, you have sort of a set that you, I can't think of the right word, but you have a call um, and, that, and then that's the moves. You're calling yeah, the I, moves. I, at, where I'm at now, I really don't know what I'm going to call when I get up. Really? I do so, it when so, I get there. Oh, really? <laughs> so, so, so I, I, I was thinking people. that maybe you, uh, you know, maybe. you put on mute, you put on music, and then you you listen to pieces over and over again. Decide, well, I'm going to call this here. I'm going to call this here. But you do it like a like you know, ins, you know, to whatever inspires it's you at the time. My head, yeah. I just it, do it uh, uh, to where when the people are doing their moves if it looks like they're having a little bit more difficulty then i'll back off and do a little bit oh okay so that you know they can have some fun doing it and not uh, make it so much work and you know mm-hmm. uh that type of situation but you just have a a feel for it you, you okay gotta watch right. the people you gotta watch okay the so so you bring up a good uh, interesting uh point um, that I want to follow is so you're basically calling based on your observation of the people dancing. Yes. Okay. So have there ever been times that you're watching um, some of the square dancers and it's almost becomes like a competition because they're doing the move so well that you call and do a call that might challenge them. Yes, yes, I do. I, I, I try to give them a little bit of a challenge there. Uh, so I'll call something just a little different, a little out of the ordinary, not the realm, and uh, just to kind of keep them on their toes a little bit. Excellent, excellent. So I, here's my, I, first of all, um, you know, you mentioned in our little warm up that you uh, you call or uh, and instruct, I guess there's an instructor side too that we haven't really touched on, but all the way from Idaho Falls down to Utah. And it sounds like many places in between. So where, where do people square dance? I, 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 and I sound so ignorant. And when I'm going to listen to this podcast again, it's like, Jason, how can you be so clueless about a certain thing that is very popular, but I just, I don't know. So you guys had community senators or, I mean, do you go out to, is there square dance clubs or groups or how does that work? Okay. There's square dance clubs, and a lot of times we do them in churches, in their rec centers, oh, yeah. uh, in community centers, in their rec centers. Uh, you, you, we just have to find a location that will work so that we can mm-hmm. uh, and be able to dance and let the people have some fun. That's not going to be very costly. Uh, keep everything kind of on a lower end uh, scale for cost. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, like here in Pocatello, I'm dancing in Old Town. 
Uh, used to be the old Kasaya's dance studio, uh, oh. uh, speakeasy kind of place over here in Old Town on Lewis Avenue and Idaho Falls. We dance at uh, uh, Cross Point Community Church in oh, their yeah. rec hall. Uh, we dance in Logan, Utah, in the Logan uh, rec center down there. And so it just kind of depends on where we're at, but that's where we're at. Most of the places around the country have clubs or specific areas where they do the square dancing at. Yes. Okay. So here's a, another, I, I, I'm always, I know so little and I, I just, so do you like sometimes have another caller on the stage with you and the two of you will do like dueling calls? Uh, sometimes I've, I've had that, uh, I do that with other callers. Usually it's just, just one caller. Okay. All right. Uh, but there is, sometimes there is an extra one that will, like you say, help out or they'll harmonize on the song uh -huh. the lyrics. Uh, so yes, there is that, that situation too, but okay. majority of the time, it's just one. Okay. All right. All so right. now I'm going to go to the kind of the instructor side of this conversation and for just a second. So let's just say a couple, I don't know, my wife and I decide that we want to try square dancing. How does that work? And how, you know, what does the instruction look like? And can we just show up and reach out to one of these different, many different organizations and find out when they're doing it and then just show up and, or do we go to a class? How does that work? Uh, on, on my respect, uh, if I have some people that would like to get started, would like to kind of get a feel for it, uh, I'll let them come in and, and dance and try to instruct them, give them a little bit of uh, uh, the basic part. Uh, some of the other groups, they want you to come in when their class starts. Uh, they don't want to be interrupting the classes too much. I got gotcha. you. Uh, myself, I, I've done it enough that I can kind of get them fitted in no matter when they come in. But as a couple, uh, we kind of recommend it uh, because it is a boy-girl type thing, but we've got girls that play the boys' parts. We've got boys that play the girls' parts. Mm -hmm. So it's, it doesn't really make any difference. Uh, you can have a partner. You don't have to have a partner. Uh, and but, so, but we just, I just, you know, like I say, and then I will teach, you know, the basics and stuff to them. And so that's kind of why like going in when a class starts is important, I'm assuming, is because going back to there are some certain basic moves that you need to learn in order to be able to square dance and knock, knock other people over or run into them. And then so that's kind of why to start at the beginning, right, is to yes. so you can learn these basics and then the challenge comes in is adding new moves and, and developing your skills. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And yeah, uh, yeah it's, uh, it's great. It's, it's nicer to have them come in at one time and then stay with it. Because we always add something every session. So be every week, we add something new. So if you miss a week or two weeks, yeah, you're going to miss out on that. and You'll have to catch it up. Right. And so it's just more to try to catch up with. And it's easier to do it all at one time than it is to, to skip around. It's just like school. If you go to the kindergarten, that's what you learn. And then you go to the first grade and then second grade and third grade. So that's kind of how that is. So it's a progressionary learning. It's a progressive. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So um, Jason, you say that uh, Stephen 
teaches for us on occasion. Um, I would imagine, does he have any classes coming up for us um, in the spring? I, you know what? I think we talked about that, Stephen. I think where you got coming up here is you started an NKA course here shortly, uh, just a week ago, right? Yes, we did. Yeah. And uh, we're still open yet. So if people want to still come out, that would be great to have them. Uh, mm -hmm. Right now, we did start last week, but we're still open. So uh, there's no problem. Excellent. Excellent. So, so I, no, okay. go ahead, Jason. Go ahead. Well, I guess my next thought is, so, okay. So uh, we're on the instruction side still. Somebody comes in, they uh, really love it. Um, they're going, they're going from first, second grade. They're getting all the way up. Is there a competition side to square dancing? I mean, is there, is, is, does that still occur or is it, is that just a myth in my brain that okay. people compete on this? Competition is used to be a lot in square dancing, but now it's not so much. Uh, once in a while at the nationals, they might do a competition to see which square lasts the longest, but the callers are out there. They're going to try to break those squares down. And after one or two <laughs> times you break down, you're out. And so they, they do that, but you know, they, uh, they don't do it very often. And right. it's, it's, it's mainly just for the, socializing and the fun the exercise and getting to see your friends again mm -hmm. getting out to see them uh so it's it's not really cool. the competition part that's really uh, it's the community part it's the camaraderie right. part it's the connection part so and then i and again paul i know you're jumping but here's kind of uh just i i'm almost going back to where we should have started this whole conversation okay paul. Why do they call it square dancing? Okay, square dancing, yeah, it's done in a square. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, that's kind of where it's at. If you have four people, then there's a square. If you have mm -hmm. six people, now that's a hexagon. So, uh, <laughs> you know, but, but mainly it's a square because there's uh, four couples. There's eight people total. Mm -hmm. And everybody has to work together to get through it because you're all working together for the moves. Oh, and so in other words, on the floor, these four couples are doing the moves and the goal I imagine is to keep that square intact keep, as it's going through the moves. Keep it intact, keep it moving and then get back home. Uh -huh. Okay. 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 So, so, so home and then you get kind of end up. So they're basically dancing in an imaginary square. That's right. right. Okay. All right. I they get leave it now. The home, they go get some groceries. They stop yeah. over at grandma's house. They go get some gas and then they come well, back home. You know, it's funny. It's, it's funny you say, say that. Cause uh, from what I remember, a lot of the calls sound refer to traveling. Is that correct? Okay. Uh, yeah, because people had to travel to get to where they were going to dance. Yeah. But uh, if you don't have to travel very far, then it's really not traveling. Um, the only traveling you're doing in a square is going from a square formation to line uh -huh. formation to box formations, you know, to wave okay. formations. And you're, you're just in different formations within that group. So, so it, it sounds like a very much like almost like a military um, position. <laughs> no, not too much military. You can <laughs> kind of take it as that, but it's not because it, uh, they're, they're staying with the beat <clears throat> music. Okay. In military, it's more of a position 
Sure. I mean, you're, you've got to be exactly there and movement and everything. And here it's just, yeah, if you end up there, you end up there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you had mentioned, uh, um, uh, mentioned a word uh, uh, briefly a little while ago, the word exercise. Um, so from what I've seen, it looks like it is exercise. Yes, um, is. So okay. do you get a lot of people who join your class for that intent entirely? A lot, a lot of them are coming just for the social, but a lot come for the exercise. They're getting up out of their chairs and doing something. And uh, in a in an evening, if you dance all every time each each time the music comes on, and you get up, and in the two and a half hours, you can do anywhere between six to eight miles of jogging. <laughs> that is amazing. I love it. Wow! Wow! I'm 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 exhausted just listening. <laughs> so, uh, I would imagine. Do you have uh, people who take your class multiple times? Uh, yes, I have uh, people that come and do the class several times. A lot of them come back as angels to help out the new dancers or the new class people, uh, just to kind of refresh their memory on some of the moves. Okay, uh, it, it doesn't hurt to get a refreshing on it. So a lot of them come back just to do that. And then they, then we continue on. Okay. So you mentioned the word angels. What do you mean by that? Okay. The angels are just people that help out. Uh, like if we only had three couples and three new people come in to take the class, three couples, we need one more couple. Right. So they would be the angels then. Right. They would make, okay. they'd make that fourth. So you're square. And then those, right. those so couples could learn square. how to do that. So, and if someone came couple less meaning one individual they would help out and would help out that way with too. that couple okay yeah well that's nice that that is very nice so uh, we're, we're running down to the end of the podcast here but 50 years of square dancing i i don't want to uh i don't want you to think i'm trying to have you condense those 50 years into one little bit but just from your own uh history your perspective your experience what is it the in that 50 years of square dancing, I would say, that, that you love most? Or what is the one thing that has allowed you to do it for 50 years? What's your favorite part of the whole thing? The people, meeting the people. Uh, we've met people from Japan, Germany, dancers. And we just enjoy being around these kind of people that, you know, you normally aren't around. And to get in with other people from other states uh it's just uh neat and then it's a kind of a reunion once a year the you get together again someplace and you meet up again and uh uh if you have the nationals which are throughout the united states and then you have the canadian national which is in C canada uh you can go to these different places uh, my classes that i teach in the modern square dancing is the modern square dance that is done throughout the world. It's oh. done the same way, all in English. And it's the only <laughs> dance that is done that way. Well, that wow. is cool. I did not that, know that. That is cool. That is cool. Well, we did, we hit our time limit on this. And uh, I, uh, Steve, thank you for coming on the show. I, 
I personally, I'm thinking, all right, I got to try to find a, and I don't know what night of the week is, but maybe this might be something I got to just try out and see if I like it. I mean, what's the harm, right? That's so right. come to a class and sure. do the class. Yeah. And the worst case is I, I jogged eight miles that night. No, no, no. I'm, th- I'm thinking you're doing a cu- couple times around and you go, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you're uh, teaching a, um, a course at, through NKA. So I imagine the best way for them who's, who might be interested in that would be to reach out to us. Uh, and uh, so that would be our, you know, our web page at uh, um, cetrain.isu.edu or email us at cetrain at isu.edu or call us at 208 208- Two eight two three three seven two. How about that, Jason? I did it all at once. I, I know it, Paul. Right. You did this so much better than I did. Um, and so, and again, Steve. So I, I'm hoping that man, some of our listeners out there get inspired, at least as an encouraged, inspired I am. Maybe take a risk, find an open night, and see what happens out on the dance floor, and and, and see if it's a good experience. So you thank you for that. being on the show. You yeah, thank you, thank you so much. I, I I learned I learned a lot. I I, I still have I still have questions. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, thank you so much, Steve. You bet. Thank you, guys.